Uh, welcome to Dose of Football on the Spot. This is my solo sub podcast where I give my opinions, thoughts, or reactions to something going on in the world of football. So, today's episode is about Martin Odegaard, Real Madrid squad, and Arsenal squad. So, obviously, everyone knows by now Odegaard has officially moved on a permanent deal to the Emirates Stadium. The Gunners have signed him for around £34 million, over, I believe around the £34 million mark. And on a five-year deal, so obviously, you know, Odegaard was unhappy at Real Madrid. You know, he wasn't getting game time. He was sent on loan twice to Real Sociedad and then Arsenal, and he was just demanding. He was pushing and pushing. He really just wanted game time. He wanted responsibility on his shoulders. He wanted to break into the Real Madrid first team, which he unfortunately couldn't under Zinedine Zidane. And then, you know, when Zidane left, Carlos Ancelotti came. You know, it seemed like Odegaard might have a place. He might be able to get some game time under Carlos Ancelotti, but... Uh, you know, it's, it's football. He did he, apparently something was going on behind the scenes, and he didn't get any time to play. He wasn't trusted, so he eventually ended up leaving to Arsenal on a five-year deal. So my thoughts on this are obviously at his age, he should be. You know, not he should be, but he needs game time to develop and become the best player he possibly can. So I can understand his frustrations with that. You know. You're 22, you're young, you're hungry, you want to win trophies, you want game time, you want to contribute, you want to be a member of the squad. You're craving that, you know, the big football dream that everyone wants when they're in their football academies. And, you know, Odegaard wanted that. And obviously he wasn't getting game time on, in Real Madrid. And it's, it's it's not his fault in some aspects because it is a tough midfield to break into. You got Modric, you got Tony Cruz, you have Casemiro. These are proven winners, Champions League winners, World Cup winners, World Cup finalists. These are a tough set of midfielders to try and compete with for the first team position so you know it's going to be hard for him to break into the first team and obviously you know it's it just wasn't happening under Zinedine Zidane and I don't think it's going to happen under Ancelotti either so eventually you know he went to a loan on Arsenal for short term and you know I think I really do believe he enjoyed his time at Arsenal as you eventually obviously agreed to go back on a five-year permanent basis but the thing is, I think it's good for his game time, uh, for his development in terms of game time that he's going to receive at Arsenal because I believe he's going to fit straight into that first team. You know, Arsenal has been a team that's struggled for the last few years. And I think Odegaard would be a positive contribution to the squad. But with that being said, I have to give all my thoughts and opinions and reactions. So I think it was a horrible decision in terms of the club he chose. But obviously, there wasn't really many more choices. You know, not everyone was knocking, oh, we want Odegaard. United wasn't there. City wasn't there. It wasn't like a huge thing. It was really just Arsenal that wanted him and was trying to compete for him. And, you know, Real Madrid obviously had to end up selling him. Because if a player is unhappy, he's not the type of player you want to keep. An unhappy player is just a bad player. Even the best player can be a bad player if he's unhappy. You know, we've learned that. But I think, you know, it's it's a good signing for Arsenal. $34 million is a bargain, to be honest. But I don't think Arsenal is a team he's going to go on and win trophies with. I don't think his inclusion in the team is going to dramatically shift them and solve all their problems that they've been facing. It's going to suddenly make them win against Brentford instead of losing 2-0. It's, it's suddenly going to change everything. It's not. It really isn't. And I think Arsenal are a team that's going to struggle for quite some time because they just don't have that. They don't have that. I don't know what that factor is. They're just missing it. They're missing management, you know, from the top to the bottom. The club just doesn't have it. Aubameyang, Lacazette, these players, they just don't feel like they want to play. They just feel like it's a 9-5 to five for them now. That's what it feels like for them. I'm sure it does. That's what it seems like on the pitch whenever I see them play. I saw Aubameyang play the last season. He won the Golden Boot. He was he was going, scoring goals. He was doing great, you know. Aubameyang was a fantastic player at Dortmund and at the start of his Arsenal career. But he's he's gone now. I don't want to say he's washed. 
but he's just not who he was. And I don't know if it's lack of motivation, lack of tactics, what it is, but it's, it's just there, you know, unfortunately, I believe he's COVID positive right now, but he's just not there anymore at that striker level that he once was. He's just not there. And I, I think it's going to take a lot for him to get back to it, you know, um, <clears throat> but it's, it's what it is. It's Arsenal aren't a team that seem like they're hungry to win. They don't seem like they're hungry to win. They just seem like they're playing a nine to five job out there on the pitch week in and week out. And it sucks, but it's, it's how Arsenal is and how it looks from the outside from the inside. Obviously it's probably a different story, but the outside image says a lot. And I think Odegaard isn't, gonna progress his career dramatically in the sense of trophies and silverware at you know arsenal but i think game time development wise it's great and i'm pretty sure if he keeps developing and starts reaching that potential everyone knows he's capable of he's gonna go for a hefty fee out of arsenal so it's what it is but arsenal squad they're missing a finisher they're missing tactics they're missing so much it's just a very bad time to be an arsenal fan right now it's a very bad time to play for that club they have a lot of changes they need to make from top to bottom from management being fluid with the manager to players wanting to play and come to arsenal they don't have that pull anymore they once did where if they come knocking players like yeah i want to go play for arsenal they're a big top four team you know i want to play for them they're going to win trophies with them you know they don't have that pull you know there was that period where they didn't win a trophy for about eight years or something but that's something else after that period you know they had a little bit of a knock ozil went to arsenal but they just don't have that anymore you know and it's it's what it is it's it's football but they they really need to fix themselves up and improve that's all i can say as for that but for the real madrid squad you know their squad is aging they don't exactly have young players enough young players that could slip into that first team you know they have valverde who's gay great they have vasquez who's not exactly gonna be there for super long you know he's not exactly a i don't know what the word is i'm looking for he's 30 he's not exactly a young player that's gonna fill up the shoes of eden hazard when he leaves you know they don't exactly have a young squad benzema doesn't have a replacement who's their backup striker for benzema no one you know good enough to be a backup striker for benzema and fill into his shoes eventually who is their um center back options right now they sold two of their best center backs their st actual star pairing they sold that you know their midfield is stacked you know cruz modric casemiro great midfield nothing to compete with there bale is aging benzema's aging hazard is aging marcelo is aging uh Modric is aging. Cruz is not, he's 30, but you know, Cruz is also aging. Their team is an aging team and they need to start, but no, Cruz is 31, I believe. They have, they need to start bringing in young prospects who could actually fill the first team squad right now. As it stands right now, I don't really see, you know, anyone of that quality. Asensio is 25, he's still young, but he's got, he's got a little bit of time to go. You know, he's been good, not too bad for Real Madrid the last season. But they need to start bringing in young, big, prospective names, you know. Players who could eventually fill the big names at the club, the big shoes that they will leave. And I don't think Real Madrid have that right now. But obviously, they're in financial ruins right now with everything that's happened with the pandemic and their lack of financial management and preparation for anything going wrong. You know, they were just sort of going season to season and it's happened. They're in the same boat as Barcelona in a lot of ways financially. And um, it's what it is. They've just been sell, sell, sell this window. You know, they got rid of Ramos's fee. Uh, I mean, wage. They got rid of... Uh, 
Rafael Varane. They got rid of Odegaard. I believe they got rid of one more player that I feel like I'm missing. But, you know, they've been getting rid of a player. And they have a lot of heavy wages that they need to try and cut down. Bale takes $32 million. I believe he's paid more than uh, Ronaldo on paper. Uh, you know, not including, like, uh, add-ons and whatever. So I believe he's paid more than Ronaldo. You know, they have a lot of issues in that sense. Bale is not exactly a £31 million player anymore. When they signed the contract, he definitely was, and Bale's one of my favorite players. So I'm a bit biased, but I I have to be honest in the sense he's not that £31 million a year player anymore. He's really not. And they have to figure out how to manage that, you know, wage. Uh, figure out how to manage that wage. They got rid of their captain. That's a huge loss in the locker room and on the pitch, the motivation. Just gone you know they have a lot of wages it's just it's a mess Arsenal and Real Madrid are a mess right now both the clubs and you know it's going to take at least a few years for Arsenal to get back to themselves but Real Madrid I think are still going to finish in the top four for sure even Barcelona are struggling I think Atletico Madrid are the only ones out of the Spanish Giants who are still in a position to go back and win the I think uh, I think Atletico will probably win the La Liga next year as well but as it stands I don't see Real Madrid as a competitive team to win the Champions League La Liga maybe Atletico tends to slip sometimes but you know they're in a mess Arsenal is in a mess and yeah that's that's all I can say about this situation right now that's all I can say about this topic and that's all I'm going to say on this podcast episode right now but yeah Odegaard to Arsenal good deal for playtimes great bargain for Arsenal I don't know how he's gonna I think he's gonna fare pretty well at Arsenal he knows the club now he knows the players he knows the management I think he's gonna fare well in that retrospect in terms of silverware and trophy only time will tell and if it was the correct decision in the long run only time will tell let's see and that's it for today I'll see you guys in the next episode take care